episode 494 of Good Luck High Five. That's right. You're listening to a podcast that's for you if you play Magic the Gathering, no matter how much you are sweating. <laughs> Real hot today in Minnesota. It's, it's just, it's humid. like, it's so humid. The air is wet. I was over at um, a, a friend of ours's place last night and she has central AC and it was glorious Mm -hmm. and then when we were all like walking to our cars afterwards the minute we stepped out into the into the evening it was just like swampland it was it was i can't even describe it felt (laughs) the same way like you know when someone has just taken a shower and you walk into the bathroom and it's just like it's so that's what it is it's so close and hot and humid. It was that humid as if I had stepped into a tiny room where someone had just taken a very hot shower. I call it soup air. <laughs> it's I think it's so a technical warm. term. I have been sweating so much. This is Minnesota. We didn't sign up for this. <sighs> I'm one of your hosts, Maria. I'm another one of your hosts, Megan. And on today's show, uh, we're going to talk about not only soup air, <laughs> but also Alchemy Horizons Battle for Baldur's Gate, now live on Arena. Yes. For your limited pleasure not limited but you know what i'm saying for your you're gonna only have listen you're gonna enjoy it but you must enjoy it a limited limited amount of pleasure limited amount of enjoyment out of this set for you that's actually it's not true because it's a fun set to draft it is i had a really i've only drafted it once so far yeah but i had like a delightful little time drafting it the cards were all like a lot of fun to read yes um like the power level isn't super busted, but it's also just like there's not a bunch of cards that you're like, I don't want to take this trash. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've definitely had formats like that. Remember, yes. where we're like, Ooh. where you're just like, yeah, exactly. You get like four picks in and then These everything else is just like, bad. whoa, buddy. Yeah. I think uh, this format's yeah. really fun, too. So even if you're not playing Alchemy, that's fine. Yeah. What you can do is draft this or you can play some sealed like a little pre-release for yourself here in the summer. This yeah. is normally when we get our corset drop. Right. So this is kind of like yeah. our corset. Um, of the of, of the, the year of the season, but I want to say this is way more fun than a corset. Yeah, it is much more fun, and it is very reminiscent of a corset. Also, because it has so many cards from Adventures in the Forgotten Realms. Right. So we've already played with a bunch of these cards, yeah. and then other cards are like different versions of the cards that were released in Battle for Baldur's Gate Commander Legends. Yeah. So they're like different kinds of forms, and then of course we get to play with the cool alchemy mechanics, which to be fair are very fun. Um, yeah. And we're gonna talk about more about them more later um in this episode but i just want to say like if you're like off alchemy it doesn't matter you can play this in limited yeah, it's really it's a good time you can i'm yeah i don't even super need the packs i didn't as we talked about i think last time i didn't get yeah. either of the bundles for this yeah um which i usually do for it's a seven one of them um but I am I did I am still drafting it because it is still a good time. Yeah, we we were hankering for a new draft format. Yes, we were. Where does the word hankering come from? I don't know. <laughs> I'm looking it up. Hankering, hankering etymology. Oh, I'm not the first person to wonder this. No, absolutely. I mean, not. like nothing is original. What's the saying? There's nothing new under the sun. Okay. Yeah. Well, there's a pronunciation here that popped up. Early 17th century, probably related to hang. Well, that doesn't make any sense. Compare with the Dutch word hunkering. <laughs> well, that Google search was entirely that unproductive and unhelpful. Told me nothing. This other search says it comes from the 1600s to linger in expectation, um, which, okay, now I see why it's related to hang because you're waiting. Yeah. Like I'm waiting. I'm hankering for a draft format. I'm hanging uh, here in suspension waiting for a draft format. I thought it was maybe re- related to hungering. I mean, that does. I'm hungering maybe for a new draft yeah, format. Yeah. That's what I would hangering? think too. But this one says it's from hang. What's up? But like hunger, hanger, hanger. <laughs> Hear me out. That's where the word hangry comes yeah, from. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Right? There you go. Uh, okay. Well, I didn't actually expect that. So we all learned something today, everybody. Yeah. Uh, you're welcome. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> we take, all learned taking a very, that spot in your to brain. To be fair, a very minimal something <laughs> yeah. about the situation, but something nevertheless. <laughs> Thank you to everybody who helps make our show happen every week. Yes. BT dubs. Specifically to the people who are patrons of this show. You can become a patron over at 
patreon.com slash glhf magic sure can is usually the spot where we would name the new patrons in the past week but we are recording this episode on friday instead of on monday mm -hmm. and i just know even though we don't have any new patrons in the past week right now i know in my soul somebody's going to be one someone is going to become a new patron in the next two days which I now that you're it. listening to this you can't it. do it because it will be <laughs> in the past it will have already happened well, but think about it if it wasn't you it could be you right now so that we can read your name when we're back and live recording in a couple of weeks yeah so please consider um during just these very sweaty months becoming a sweaty patron becoming a sweaty patron or if you're not sweating you can become a dry patron <laughs> By the way, you can buy a whole year of membership up front with a discount yes. if you want to do that. If you want to get a, an awesome deal. Who doesn't love a good deal? I do. Uh, you can do that. So that's a yeah. really cool way to do it. And any dollar amount makes you a patron, gets access to our sweet Discord, gets the you a thank you on The summer months are always a little slow and a little challenging um, for content creators. So if you've got the financial bandwidth at this moment, we would really, truly very much appreciate it. Yeah. Th special thanks, too, to Card, King Card Kingdom, our sponsor for yeah. many years. For being just awesome, generally. Commander. Nope. Commander Legends Battle for Baldur's Gate has been out. Yes. Double Masters Double 2022 Masters. is now out. Yes, you can get it's that. It's available now. Available and you now. can get that over at Card Kingdom. You can also get Commander, Battle Legends. Commander Legends Battle for, Bar Battle for Baldur's <laughs> Gate. We've talked about how that unsayable. is a full sentence Completely by unsayable. itself. Uh, you can get Ooh. both of those over at Card Kingdom. It's also a great place to pick up some stuff. Maybe you're heading out on a little family road trip. Oh, Maybe yes. you're heading out on a little like getaway vacation and you're like, hey, I would love to play some Force magic. Force my family to play Force magic. Force my family to play magic while we're all sitting in this cabin in the woods. Absolutely. You can do that using their starter decks um, or their battle decks. Really great, fun introductory cheap ways to play and if you've got a lot of money rattling around in your pocket you can check out their graded singles ooh. which is i just opened wow, up the page i've never looked at that and i'm like ooh, look at how cool these are nice acid rain it's just 700 dollars just graded 9.5 i'm just like what case, is i don't know that's what you this it's you've got $700 to burn. You're either going to put it in the fire at your cabin <laughs> or you're going to spend it Buy on something. Buy an acid rain. Buy an acid rain. I didn't know what this card was. Three in a wow. blue destroys all forests in play. Look at that art. That's a that's a great art. I love it. It's an angel melting in yes. acid rain. Nice. That's pretty cool. All right, Maria. Yes. It is time for the randomizer. I'm ready to get random. All right. <laughs> I mean, aren't we all always? I've got a good piece of art for you here. <laughs> I also have an okay, excellent great. one. Okay, great. Here you go, Megan. Whoa. I've okay. hit the random button this on Scryfall and found Megan the most random piece of magic art. I excellent. Think. Okay, this is what I can only describe <laughs> as a movie still from a uh, 90s teen horror flick. Yeah, it looks um, like it could be from Stranger Things, honestly. It literally looks, yes, it's like very, it does, I guess technically the garb that she is wearing, that this the woman who's in this uh, frame, the teen who is in this frame is wearing, could be some kind of fantasy stuff, but mostly it just looks like an oversized button down. Classic 90s t-shirt yes. situation. Um, this could be an Animorphs book cover. Exactly, with some big chunky jewelry. And she's like reaching out <laughs> with her hands like pointed away and then it's just like looking uh, right at, at the viewer. And then it's just like echoes of her into the background. Yeah. Like fading echoes of her. There's no background or anything. It's literally just her blank white scare, uh, square echoes of her in the background. This is the most bizarre piece her of magic hair art. looks great. Um, this hair is really, it's it's got a very stylish like wave <laughs> to it. 90s wave. Again, straight out of Degrassi, okay? Straight out of, <laughs> this character is straight out of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um, okay, what do you think the name of this card is? Echo. Well, that's a great guess. Yeah. The name of this card is actually Life Burst. Life burst. Okay, life burst is um three and a white. I know. I just gave you so much information. Uh, th uh, life burst is three and a white. Um, you if you're about to die, instead you gain ten life. Oh wow, that's a great guess. It is an instant. Inst uh, yeah, instant. yeah, it's an instant for one and a white. Target player gains four life, then gains four life for each life burst card in each graveyard. Oh, so yeah, all right. Like yeah. you could you could gain ten. Obviously. It is a life gain card. Yes, obviously. Um, 
This card is from Odyssey. Okay. Uh, the flavor text says, as uplifting as a mystic's dreams. I mean, this art, I cannot get over. <laughs> John Avon. It literally just looks like a like a still from a 90s teen. Mr. Like, Land himself, John Avon, drew yeah. this. And I mean, it, just, it looks like it's she from like. She must have been a really minor character and I know what you did last summer. <laughs> I was going to say, she's obviously on Are You Afraid of the Dark or oh, something. Yeah. Right. All right, Maria, are okay. you ready? I'm so prepared. <laughs> Show me. <laughs> we pulled some good ones today. Some what good art. is this? I don't know. I don't know. Unbelievable, everybody. What's happening here? Uh -huh. Okay, there's a window. It's cold outside. It's frosty. The window's frosty, but it's open a crack. In the distance, we can see snow-covered trees and mountains, snow on the ground. But no, that's not all that's in this art because knock, knock, knocking, trying to get his little creepy shadow fist in through this window is none other than Slenderman. <laughs> that's the, like, that's it's Slenderman with big glowing orb eyes. And a witch hat. And a witch hat. It's yes. a long tall spindly dark figure in a witch hat with glowing eyes trying yeah. to get its creepy little demon arm in through your winter window that is all, that is all that is happening here wow he is very eerie and very spooky but also kind of so weird that he's not spooky it's not spooky because he's really just kind of cute yeah in a long just kind of spindly way yeah <laughs> okay the name yeah, of you, this card that? is um <laughs> God, what is it? Um, it's called uh, Frosty Sepul Specter. Frosty Specter. Okay. Frosty the Specter. Um, it is called Diabolic Vision. Oh, well, okay. Sure. Um, this is a black card. It costs four and a black for a four or five, um, like, creepy demon, <laughs> creature type cre creepy demon, creamin, if you will, uh, with the text when creepy demon... Wait, no, what was it called? Whatever, card name comes into play. Another creature you control against Swamp Walk. Oh. To creep on over in through your frosty window. You are so exceptionally wrong. <laughs> uh, this is blue and a black what? for a sorcery. No, it's not. <laughs> um, look at the top five cards of your library. Put one of them into your hand and the rest on top of your library in any order. That's not what this card I does. I know. It's the dumbest thing I've ever That's heard. That's really weird. It's like this art. It feels like they literally just clipped the art from something else. Maybe they did. I mean, Maybe they did. What what set is this from? Ice Age. Okay, yeah, I was gonna say it's definitely yeah. from Ice Age. Um, <laughs> that is the least sorcery yes, looking card I've ever absolutely. seen. Absolutely, and also like, why is it diabolic vision when it just does a normal blue thing? Why is it a black spell when it does a normal blue thing? I don't know. Yeah, I don't why know. Why is there a creature in the art? Yes. I mean, well, sometimes there is for for instance in sorceries, yeah, but he the vision, but. Okay. But like, no, it's weird. It just seems weird. It is weird. Maybe it was for a creature card and they changed it. Maybe it was. Anyway, this card has been reprinted. Very strange. And it needs yeah. another reprinting. <laughs> yeah, we just need to see it again, please. I think it's totally fine if it's not with this weird art. Yeah. I don't, I mean. I'm sure, like this card is a classic it just, card. It just looks like a blue card. You're right. It exactly. just does it what is, a blue card does. It does what a blue card does. I don't know that it would be reprinted because, because they're like, oh, yeah, this why is, is just blue. Why, why is, is it, it black? black? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, great options for today. <laughs> great. Some really stellar artwork. Uh, we love artwork from the past. Oh, it's it is so good. Sometimes so deeply incomprehensible <laughs> as to be entirely delightful. And that's my favorite kind of art, you know? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All um, right, Maria, before we dive into archetypes, tell us about this deck that you had in yes. your sealed pool. Yeah. So I played some Alchemy Horizons Battle for Baldur's Gate, full sentence, uh, and I played it sealed because I wanted the full pre-release experience. Also, yeah. I bought the Mastery Pass, so I had to um, get my money back. <laughs> and I did with this sealed. I got seven wins with this Ooh. lovely little Rakdos deck. Yeah, nice. Which, if you remember Adventures in, Forgotten, in the Forgotten Realms, Rakdos was a very strong archetype. Yeah. And proceeded to be here too, even in sealed, which is normally a bit slower than draft. Mm -hmm. um, so I had a bunch of two drops because you just want to get yourself some two drops in a Rakdos aggressive deck. Yeah. Uh, cards like Guild Sworn Prowler, which is one in a black for a two one with death touch. I and mean, if it dies when it was attacking, you draw a card, mm -hmm. which is 
basically everything you want because it's got death touch so it can get through any big blockers and you don't care if it dies because you just get your card back, mm -hmm. uh, which is really fun. Welcome back, Horde Robber, the one three. Oh, that makes a yeah. treasure when it connects. Um, put that in the deck. Sepulcher Ghoul, which is a two two for a single uh, mana. You can sack another creature and then give it plus two plus two, wow. which is a great card. Yeah. Um, two copies of Dragon's Fire, which is a fabulous removal spell for on the cheap. Mm -hmm. Two copies of our old friend, Valor Singer, which is oh, a 2-3 yeah. that gives Great plus card. 1, plus so at the start of your combat. Um, yeah, so just classic value um, early plays to push through damage early on in the game. Mm -hmm. My new best friend in my 5-drop slot, Warriors of Tiamat. Yes, I drafted two of these. Overperform. Um, because double team double just team. says draw a card that is a creature. It's a 4-2 with double team and haste. Yeah. And already, right, imagine, like, you attack with this, and you get another one, and either they just have to take four, or they trade with it, but then you have another one. Yes, I think this card's great. Great card. I love this card. Yeah. I think double team is a very, very strong mechanic. Yeah, I agree. It's, and then, of course, it just gets pushed above and beyond if it has haste. Yeah. And this is the kind of card that you're like, this card's, you wouldn't normally play this if this did not have double team. Yeah. You'd just be like, No, you'd be like, this card is not I great. Don't. It's like, okay, they're going to yeah. trade for it, whatever. Um, But yeah, because it has double team, Excellent. Um, and then at my top end, to really send things home, I, of course, had a bomb rare, which you got to have, you know, you yep. got to have a bomb rare um, to, I mean, you don't got to, but it really does help you get to those seven <laughs> wins. Uh, the Hourglass Coven. Yeah. So I was just looking at this. Uh, this is four black black for a three, three legendary creature hag warlock. When the Hourglass Coven enters the battlefield, draft a card from the Hourglass Coven spellbook twice, mm -hmm. then put those cards onto the battlefield. Other warlocks you control get plus one, plus one. Right. This card is straight up busted and I don't know why it's a rare. It should be a mythic. Yeah. And even then I would say it's too good. Yeah, so, and it's Spellbook, in case you're wondering, yeah. like, what is it? Um, there are a bunch of other hags. There are a bunch of other tutus. Yes, which it's are a bunch three of threes. other tutus, which are three threes, and they all have, at the beginning of your upkeep triggers, which are all just very good. Each opponent loses three life unless that player sacrifices a non-land permanent or discards a card. What? Busted. Yep. And you don't, these go onto the battlefield. They just go into play. Um, each opponent discards a card, create a 1-1 one, one black skeleton creature token. These are all options. Whatever you want. Um, target creature and opponent controls gets minus two, minus one until your next turn. Right. Um, like Warlocks Doesn't matter. They're all, menace. they're all great. Oh, wild. So, so you, good. You get three of these options out of um all of these spellbook yeah. cards and you do it twice. So they'll switch, they'll swap themselves around. So you get yeah. uh, a different combo the second time. So you have nine power put yeah. out onto the board for six mana. That's absurd. And you get those upkeep triggers that Megan was mentioning. Yeah. Um, and you can adapt them to whatever scenario best fits your Ugh. board state and what's going on with your opponent. Do you Wild. want them to discard? Do you want them to lose life? Do you want them to have menace? Whatever you want. She's got you. This card is and like you bonkers. can't even right like what you kill this card like you kill this card or you yeah. kill one of the other two that has the best ability and you still have the, you still other, have the other two. two. You still have the other two. This card is so is so absurd and limited. I I am going on the record. I don't know what they were doing. Like yeah. this card is too good. Yeah. <laughs> I I think I agree. I just think it's this too good. This card is too good. I think it should have just been one. Like what? Like it hasn't entered the battlefield trigger. Yeah. I, I don't understand. What else are you going to do about it? Uh, so even though this card yeah. brought me to victory, it was extremely fun to play because it's just... It's just busted. Yeah. Normally absolutely. cards are just like one, like a giant dragon at Mythic. Yeah. You're like, oh, well, well, at least I can okay. kill it. Exactly. Nope. nope. Not so with this one. And a lot of the removal in this set is enchantment-based removal. So you, I'm going to say soft removal. So even if you like charm sleep this thing, it doesn't matter because she's still going to no. give her plus one, plus one buff to the other two hags. The other, yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow, Maria, no need to talk about uh, them like that. I know that we're upset at their power level, but wow. So like, if you see that card, windmill slam, I think it... I don't know. I haven't seen all of the rares and mythics in the set, but I'm going to go on early record that it might be the best. Yeah, um, that's anyway, wild. so there you go. That was at my top end. Other exciting stuff. Noel hunting party. We previewed this car mm -hmm. on the show a few weeks ago 
It has double team. It when it attacks, it's a four four. It has first strike. Yeah. So you can get through for that double team attack. A uh, gut fanatical priestess is a four three for four red red. Oh yeah, I love this card. It's very good when it comes mm-hmm. down. You can choose another card. Doesn't even have to be gut herself. It can be another card that fights something from your opponent. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then it has specialized for five to turn into something else. Um, well, it doesn't turn into something else in this case. It takes the card that it fought and it gives it to you um, with a bonus. So yeah. it will have trample, it will have haste, it will have flying, and then you exile it at the end of turn after you've used it one time. Yeah. But whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just really good. Great. <laughs> it's all gravy. Uh, one final note from this excellent deck is, I wanted to mention the lands in this set, the special lands. In this case, I had the black one, which is Gate of the Black oh, Dragon, yeah. but they all do the same thing. You just pay to seek a non-land card yeah, for like you can only do it once. Do it one time, but um, you just get it. It's great though. Like I love, I love it. Yeah, you love you love you a land that does something. Yeah, it goes and gets you a card of value from your deck yes. later in the game if you have nothing else to do for a turn. Nice. So draft those lands, everybody. Pick those lands. They're really good. Um, and this deck was so excellent. I just like never felt in danger hardly <laughs> ever playing it, which is pretty cool. So and it was very very fun to play. I'll add yeah. that on top because sometimes, um quote-unquote corsets can be a little bit meat and potatoes yeah a little boring this was not boring let's talk about the archetypes in draft yeah if you want to head out and draft this what what you're gonna do what you're gonna do when you (laughs) You, go for it when draft come for you yeah exactly (laughs) um all right so we'll start off with uh the archetypes and their signpost uncommons, yeah. which is a phrase that's always used to describe what is an uncommon card in this color pair that kind of points you at what does this deck, what does this deck's color pair want to do? Exactly. Uh, so for blue white, we have blink, which is a very common blue white uh, ability. Yeah. There's OG, the exquisite blade for two white blue legendary creature, human monk. Uh, there are two, three. When OG, the exquisite blade, enters the battlefield, you gain two life and scry two. Whenever you cast your second spell each turn, exile up to one target creature you control, then return it to the battlefield under its owner's control. So obviously they go ahead and they help you blink them things. Yeah. And you can blink OG itself too. Yeah. So you can just keep scrying and keep gaining life, which is really cool. And then of course, in this color combination, you've got cards that you want to blink like Priest of Ancient Lore. Oh, love Priest of Ancient Lore. This card, I loved it in Adventures in the Forgotten Realms. I'm I loved so excited it when it to flying. cast it again. <laughs> yes, we, obviously we loved it when it was named Inspiring Overseer yeah. on the streets of New Capenna and it had flying. But also, do you know what? The buddy on the ground Don't is also care. a great it's one. Fine. 2 1. Yes. Enters the battlefield, gain a life tracker. It all Flicker. the time. Blink that baby. Um, yeah. There's also a Displacer Kitten. So cute. <laughs> so cute. Three and a blue for a 2-2. Two, two. Whenever you cast a non-creature spell, exile up to one target non-land permanent you control, then return that card to the battlefield under its owner's control. Yeah. So you can do, you could, Great. you know, if you had a whatever, it doesn't have to be a creature, something yeah. else to give you that benefit in blue-white. So if you're drafting blue-white, that's what you want to do, everybody. Yep. Just look at things that have entered the battlefield effects. Um, like we said, Priest of Ancient Lore. There's also Air Cult Elemental, um, which is already just a solid flyer oh, yeah. um, for six mana. Big, Big flyer. Um, but also when it enters the battlefield, you get to return another creature to its owner's hand. So. <laughs> and cards like Meteor Golem are in this set, everybody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Somebody was blinking that against me on the early access event. Meteor Golem <laughs> is sick. That card, I love that card in any format that it's around. Seven mana three three destroy and anything and i was like is this really happening to me sure is yep. sometimes <laughs> it just really is uh next up we're gonna talk about black white um black white is the orzov color combination and this is uh just sort of like death by inches is the way I like to talk about yeah, this color it's, pair. It's just really, it's a value town. Value town. It's like, what kind of value can I grind out of this situation? Um, the signpost in common, Minthara of the Absolute. Cool. Two white black uh, for a 2-4, starting intensity zero. Creatures you control get plus X plus O, where X is Minthara of the Absolute's intensity. Whenever one or more permanents you control leave the battlefield, perpetually increase Minthara's intensity and the intensity 
of cards named Madara of the Absolute in your hand, library and graveyard by one. This ability triggers only once each turn. So it's stuff that it's like, oh, you can sacrifice your own creatures yep. to get these kinds of effects. Um, obviously, we have the classic Skullport Merchant, which does this. Oh, yeah. This is, Always a solid draft card. Two and a black for a 1-4. When it enters the battlefield, you get a treasure. One and a black, sacrifice another creature or a treasure, draw a card. So that's kind of like exactly the thing that it's going for, right? Is that exactly. you have creatures like Minthara that are like, yes, please sacrifice things. And then cards like Skullport Merchant, which are like, I'll give you even more value. Yeah, we've got Deadly Dispute reprinted in the yep, set. a classic. One in a black instant as an additional cost to uh, cast it. You've got to sacrifice an artifact or a creature. Good news, there's lots of treasures running around. Draw two yep. cards and then make a treasure token. Yep, Shambling Ghast. Yep. Um, which is the one that when it dies, uh, a, a creature an opponent controls get minus one, minus one until end of turn, or you can create a treasure. Yeah. Great. Great. So Orzov color value, tiny little incremental value mm -hmm. over the course of the game. What what things do you have that like create value when they leave the battlefield yep. or, you know, take advantage of other stuff leaving the battlefield? Uh, next up, we've got Boros. Yes. The Boros brothers. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the color pair of double team. <laughs> yeah. Um, it is like red. Oh, a lot of red cards have boy. got it. A lot of white cards have got it. Uh, signpost Uncommon, Liara of the Flaming Fist, red and a white for a 2-2. Two -two. At the beginning of each combat, each creature you control gets plus one, plus one until end of turn if it has the same name as another creature you control or a creature card in your graveyard. One red, white, another target non-token creature you control gains first strike and double team until end of turn. Activate only as a sorcery and only once. So it's yeah. giving you the ability to like give other stuff plus one, plus one by giving a double team so you have another copy of it. And I will say this also has another cool ability on it that I do see happening in uh, other white cards mm -hmm. uh, and red cards, which is if you control another creature of the with the same name or it's yeah. in your graveyard. That happens yeah. across red and white as well. So keep your eyes peeled for that if you're in this color pair in draft mm -hmm. um, that you want to have multiples of creatures that uh, care about creatures having the same name as them. Yeah. So this Boros is just the classic Boros beatdown. Boros beatdown, baby. It says go ahead, draft as much as you can that has double team. We'll try and give you other cards that give stuff double team. Um, There's a card that does both of these things that this card carries, the signpost on common carries about, which is Janasi Rabble Rouser. Oh, FYI, yeah. one in a red for a 1-3 elemental shaman double team. Uh, so it just already has that. And then one in a red, creatures you control named Janasi Rabble Rouser get plus one plus oh until end of turn. So you Love can it. pump up all of them. Yes. all Yeah. You just get to, you get your double team copy and then you one in a red pump up both. Both. Yeah. Love it's great. It. Great deal. I had yeah. somebody do 13 to me with this card the other day. Whoa. 13. I mean, I blocked it. Okay. I'm not, I'm not going to die to it. A one, three, but, <laughs> but still, still it could have killed me. Yeah. It could have killed me just a little one, two. Uh, yeah. Really, really cool. Next up is green white, which is life gain. Um, we remember this from Adventures in the Forgotten Realms. This was could be a sick life gain deck if you got it. Oh yeah. Uh, same signpost uncommon in this case. Mm -hmm. Trelisara Moon Dancer. This is the green and a white two two. Uh, whenever you gain life, put a plus one plus one counter on it and scry one. You remember being terrified of this card? Yeah, you remember. I sure they, do. Someone plays it on two, and you're like, you're like ah, and now I lose. Or maybe they played that like the stupid um, cleric class. Ugh. On turn one and this Yikes. on turn two, and you're like, I'm dead. I'm just dead. I'm just dead. Celestial unicorn is in this again. Same thing. Whenever you gain life, you put a you plus, put a one, plus, plus one, one, one counter, counter on it. it. Um, you know, it's just like, it's just stuff. Prosperous innkeeper is back. Yep. This one is very good for this life game Absolutely. deck. Absolutely. Anytime another creature enters the battlefield, you gain one life. There's Steadfast Paladin, which is a great common you'll want to include yes. in this list, which is just a meat and potatoes 2-2 two, two with lifelink for one and a white. Yep. We already talked about this card, but Priest of Ancient Lore, again, in this deck, you great. gain a life when you like it enters the battlefield, gain a life, draw a card. Absolutely. If you have that Moon Dancer, you have that unicorn, just put a Put a freaking counter on it, man. Ab yeah, 100%. Put and, a freaking counter on it. And then there's just cards that randomly have lifelink that are just 
good anyway. Well, good. You know, they're big. There's Hill Giant they're Herd big. Gorger. Yeah. Four green green for a 7-6 giant. When it enters the battlefield, you gain three life. That's yeah. like just tacked on there. Uh, Sylvan Shepherd. Oh, this yeah. This is the two and a green for a 2-3 Vigilance uh, that you roll a d20 when it attacks, and you can gain one, two, or five life, depending. Lurking Roper. Uh, which is the big old four or five for two and a green. That you wrote the flavor text on. That I wrote the flavor text on. That's very true. And whenever you gain life, you untap it. Yeah. So like lots of incentive to be in life gain in green, white, and mm-hmm. lots of incidental ways that are giving you the ability to gain life to get your engine rolling. Yeah. Even if it's just tacked onto a seven, six randomly. <laughs> <laughs> Next up. Our old friend Demir. Yeah. So Demir can go a lot of different ways. Like, right, it can be like more controlly. Um, it can be a little bit more roguey. And this rogy. is roguey, you know. You know, roguey. Roguey sounds like the name of a robot. <laughs> um, anyways, this is a little bit more the second one, right? It has yeah, Curdle. Um, yes, the signpost in common. I loved this card in Adventures in the Forgotten Realms. It's really good. Um Cried Criddle. Criddle of Baldur's Gate. Uh, this is blue, black for a 1-3. Whenever it deals combat damage to a player, that player loses one life and mills a card and you gain one life and scry one. Nice. And whenever you attack, you may pay two if you do target creature can't be blocked this turn. Yeah. I am just into this card. What I liked want? it. I liked it when it was Adventures in the Forgotten Realms and I like it now. Yeah, this this card is great and it's really fun to play cards that uh your opponents can't block or if you get in without being blocked, you get a benefit. Soul Knife Spy has been reprinted in this set. Yep, but whenever it deals combat damage to a player, you draw a card. Nice. Um so yeah, just you know like some classic stuff like that you want to connect. Um, even if you're just chipping away for just a little bit of damage, again, like that was just a, it's just a one, three, but your opponent loses one life and you gain one life. Like that's a big swing for this, this two mana one, three when it connects. Yeah, for sure. Um, there's lots of fun rares in this, uh, set too, that, uh, encourage you to attack and like with unblockable creatures. Yeah. And then I'm trying to think of this one. That has that'll give you um that has specialized as well. Oh yeah, I drafted a copy of yeah, this card. Yeah, it's a two one, and then yeah. it's specialized for five, so it can't be blocked if it's attacking alone. And then if you if you pay the specialized cost, it turns into you know like <laughs> really yeah. dumb. Where like you hit you can if you exile an instant or sorcery, your entire team gets like plus one plus one cards yeah, or whatever. Stuff like that, like nonsense. It is quite good. Utter nonsense. Utter nonsense. Up next, we've got. Is it which you drafted? Yeah, um, this is I. I like is it. Um, in this case, it's like adventure dragons. Sounds is fun. It's, is it's jam? Sounds like a good um, time. as we can see in Lowe's hand, dragons legacy, which is the signpost on common three blue red for a four two. I have a copy of this buddy in my deck. Nice. Uh, flying, whenever you cast an adventure spell or a dragon spell, Lowe's Hand Dragon's Legacy deals damage equal to that spell's mana value to any target that isn't a commander. Wow. Yeah, right? <laughs> That's really good. It's like pretty pretty sick. Um, obviously, you just, right? We have Dragon's Fire, which we already talked about. Just an excellent removal spell that deals three or if you have a dragon in play or you reveal a dragon, it deals damage equal to its power instead. And I'll say that dragons in this set are not just flyers that are dragoning around in the air, everybody. No, there are. Random stuff is there dragons. Is tons of dragons. Um, I think the one that like always gets me is the one that is from Adventures in the Forgotten Realms. Three in a red for a four. Jaded Cellsword. Jaded Cellsword. It yeah. has haste if you cast a treasure. Like, that's a, just a big old dragon that can do that's dragon dragons. Yeah, there's random dragons, everybody. So, like, look out for that if you've yes. got a dragon's breath. Um, and I love seeing um, dragons in blue. We've got Dragonborn Looter. This there's a, a big dragon one. looter. Yeah. yeah. Um, love a good looter. Exactly. So, great stuff. Yeah. Uh, Fun, fun things happening. Dragons, dragons. spells ma- matter. There's a cool yeah. um, draw spell if, that uh, if you have a dragon, you reduce the cost by three, mm-hmm. which is really cool. And you draw three cards. Um, so I feel like that would be up your alley. Yep. <laughs> something oh, selling cards. Yeah. Uh, something selling me. You know, what? I like drawing cards. Up next, Simic. Classic Simic doing classic Simic things. Um you know, ramping, casting I was gonna say, yeah, good you creatures. Make, you make mana, you cast big thing. Yep. Just doing it what it always does. Make big mana, cast big thing. 
The signpost uncommon for Simic this time around is Corlesa Scale Singer, which has a dragon bard playing a oh, yeah, it's a little like a accordion, yeah, ba- squeeze box accordion for green blue for a one four. You may look at the top card of your library at any time. You may cast dragon spells from the top top of your library. Yeah. So also cares about dragons, which is pretty cool. Yeah, um, yeah, it's you know like it's it's just a thing. You cast big creatures. Uh, which is the thing you want to do, like owl bears. Love a, love an owl bear. Love an owl bear. This is three green green. When it eat uh, three green green for a like a big guy, a, a four, four four. Yes. Uh, when it enters the battlefield, you draw a card. And there's also yeah. an owl bear shepherd in this color. Uh, in green, two and a green for a one four. At the beginning of your end step, if creatures you control have a total power of eight or greater, draw a card. Yeah. You want to also cast stuff like Dread Lenorm, which is six and a green for a seven six. It can't be blocked by creatures with power three or less. Yuck. Um, it has scale deflection as an adventure spell. Put two plus one plus one counters on target creature and untap it. It gains hexproof until end of turn. Nice. Right? Sword Coast Serpent, another big seven mana six six. Beefer. Beefer. So yeah, just, you know, cast big things when wendy's was like where's the beef this is where this it was was like here it is it wasn't in their hamburgers it was in this deck 15 years it was after in that this slogan deck the whole time we've been we've been on a slogans kick <laughs> we really have what have been all of the wendy's okay, slogans I'm going to look where's them up. the beef <laughs> there's a there's a great website called slogan list which i've been looking at these on oh which i think is really really fun um wendy's uh <laughs> it's better here Oh, I I feel like I've heard that. I mean, very straightforward. Yeah, like also, no messing around. Now that's better, <laughs> which is a worse version. <laughs> that's of that. a worse version of the same <laughs> of the same one. Okay. Of course, where's the beef? Yeah, Famous. We know it. Quality is our recipe. Pretty Fine, like, basic. These are pretty generic. Deliciously different. Do what tastes right. Ah, no, I'm gonna have to disagree with you there, Wendy's. That's yeah. a dangerous one. <laughs> uh, you can eat great even late. Um, true of a lot of places now, yeah, not just uh, Wendy's. Not just Win- Wendy's. Um, and then the best burgers and a whole lot more. <laughs> what is it, Wendy's? Yeah, what is What's the, whole, the whole lot more? What is the whole lot more? Uh, it's better than fast food. It's Wendy's. And in I, yeah, I remember that. This one. one in Canada, it's way delicious. It's Wendy's <laughs> with like a hundred A's. Great. The Love Canadians it. needed their own. Yeah. Um, I wonder when they'll change their slogan to "Sir, this is a Wendy's." <laughs> Like just hear me out, Wendy's. You should go ahead and just you adopt that to. as your slogan. It is Wendy's. your slogan, sir. Sir, this, this is, is a Wendy's. Wendy's. <laughs> I mean, they've got one of the best social media accounts yeah. for a big corporation, sir. This is a Wendy's. I would love yeah. that. Especially It'd be very funny. if they leaned into it with like a commercial campaign or whatever. Yes. When somebody's like telling them their life story or whatever, and they're like, sir. This is a Wendy's. Yes. They're like, oh yeah, and also like whatever your Wendy's burger, burger is called. Whatever your Wendy's burger. Are they square? The square patty? Yeah, but don't they have a name? I don't know. A Wendy burger. <laughs> it can't be that. Yeah. People are screaming what it's called right now at their, <laughs> at their device. Oh, yeah. Um. Okay. Rakdos, black red. Um. This is treasures matter. Yes. Um. We have the return of Kalein, reclusive painter. Welcome back. Uh, black red for a one two. When it enters the battlefield, create a treasure token. Other creatures you control enter the battlefield with an additional plus one plus one plus one counter on them for each mana from a treasure spent to cast them. Uh. There's a rare which I also had in my deck which I failed to mention when we were talking yeah. about this which is grim hireling this card is bonkers three and a black for a three two tiefling rogue at rare whenever one or more creatures you control deal combat damage to a player create two treasure tokens black sacrifice x treasures target creature gets x minus x minus x until end of turn activate as sorcery wild just That's kill so stuff. good yes just kill stuff um we already talked about skullport merchant which of course is you know, you talk I, about I, it just all such a, day. Yeah, I could talk about it all day. So good. Really excellent. And there's um threaten effects in red, which allow you to steal your opponent's creature and then sacrifice them to the Skullport Merchant. Yeah. So you get to draw cards and just sacrifice your opponent's creatures, which is always a really fun way to spend a Thursday. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Specifically a Thursday. Don't do it if it's not a Thursday. If it's okay? not a Thursday, I don't want to it's hear about Thursday, it. not a Thursday, don't. Do it. <laughs> Um, I just think Rakdos is just such a fun um, combo in this set. I mean, I would, first of all. But uh, second of all, it just is. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I really had a great time with this deck, and uh, I think you will too. Treasures is a fun sub theme for Rakdos. <laughs> uh, next up is Golgari. This is graveyard shenanigans. Put your cards in them graveyard. Put your cards in them graveyard. Uh, the uh, signpost uncommon is Kaga Shadow Arc Druid. I really just ran with however I wanted to say those words in that, in that name. I accept it. Uh, two black green for a one four. Whenever it attacks, it gains death touch until end of turn. Mill two cards. Once during each of your turns, you may play a land or cast a permanent spell from among cards in your graveyard that nice. were put there from your library this turn. That's just a really a solid freaking ability. Yeah, man. it is. For real. Like, that's just... You get you just get to cast things, and people are out. You know, people get down on graveyard stuff. You know, they're like, oh, oh, we get down on graveyard. <laughs> graveyard, who cares? Golgari's yeah. always messing around in the graveyard with their dirty little dirt hands. But I think that this is a really good strategy in this yeah. format. Early days. Um, you have Summon Undead, which is four and a black at common for a sorcery. You may mill three cards, then return a creature card from your graveyard to the battlefield. Yeah. Like just straight up slap it down. And we are already talking about stuff like Dread Lenorm, which is the big old seven six. Um, you've got the like black dragon, which is seven mana for a four four. Um, when it enters the battlefield, target creature and opponent controls gets minus three, minus three until end of turn. Like imagine you can just for five mana. Slap that guy on the battlefield. Kill something. Exactly. Yep. Or maybe you played it once, they kill it, and you put it back Bring in. It back. And you just put it back there. The one of the rares that I played against in this set in this archetype is the Alter Ball, aka the Balter. One in a black. <laughs> we talked about this card because yeah. it's it's adventure, which is bone offering. <laughs> Two in a black for a sorcery. Uh, you make a four-one tap skelly. Uh, with Menace. Uh, and then it's actual text on its artifact side. Two and a black tap, exile a creature you control, return target creature card from your uh, graveyard to the battlefield as sorcery speed. Um, so yep. yeah, you can just get rid of your stuff if you want to sack it to Skullport Merchant or whatever and then just get it back with the bolter. Great. Like my opponent was boltering me every other you know turn and I was like, this is starting to get really annoying. <laughs> Man, yeah. really good. It's a It's a good thing. Um, and last up, of course, is Gruel. Gruel. You know, it's just a big old smashy smashy. Gruel smash. Boros classic little little guy aggro. Yep. Uh, Gruel say big stomp. Big boy stomp. Um, Thrakus the butcher. I always go to Thrakus, man. Yeah, man. Great cuts. Thrakus got the meats. <laughs> um, th three red green. Also a Wendy's slogan. Thrakus got they the meats. Include Thrakus. Wendy's. Thrakus got the meats. People are like, who's Thrakus? Uh, three. Sir, this is a Wendy's. Eat, three eat red your green. square burger. Uh, th for three, four. <laughs> Trample. Whenever it attacks, double the power of each dragon you control until end of turn. And it itself is a dragon, obviously. Yeah, so that's yeah. another sneaky little dragon in there. Big old dragon. Sneaky dragons coming at you right and left. And you're going to have double team because yeah. you've got uh, red in here. Um, yep. Like, you know. Pack Tactics blah. is also back, um, which Pactics? is very good. Tactics? Yeah, which is also very good in this color pair because it wants total power six or more. And then you get some bonuses. Um, and it's just, you know, it can do that real quick. It says, here are some big, here are some big beefies yeah and it helps you out by getting your creatures big on your turn for those mm -hmm. bonuses like circle of the moon druid reprint two and a green for two four human elf druid uh, yep. bear form as long as your as it's your turn circle of the moon druid is a bear with power and toughness for two yeah um stuff like hobgoblin captain which is one oh, yeah. red for a three one pack tactics whenever it attacks if you attack with creatures total power six or greater this combat against first strike like just Excellent stuff, you know. I want to talk about a removal spell that's really good in red. Now you oh, have yeah. Dragon's Fire, which um, is obviously Just very so good. so solid. There's also in red, Mephit's Enthusiasm, which oh. is a, a very funny name for yes. a removal spell. <laughs> One in a red for sorcery. So it's sorcery speed, but whatever. You're not going to care after you read it. It deals four <laughs> damage to target creature or planeswalker. If excess damage was dealt this way, note that excess damage. Then you get a boon with when you cast your next creature spell, it perpetually gets plus X plus O where X is the noted number nice so it's great so Just four nice. damage for two mana yeah. and then you probably at least get a plus one plus oh on your next creature you cast great from the stuff. boon off of it yeah yeah so um green red solid beat down deck 
Um, there you go. There's a look at the draft archetypes. So if you're heading into draft, and these apply to sealed as well, synergy, yeah. always a good thing to have. Always. Uh, keep in mind what we've said here today to help you craft your decks to help you get those dubs uh, on Arena or however you play this, if you're playing in IRL or whatever. Get those dubs. Get those dubs. Wendy's, get those dubs. Get those dubs. <laughs> I wanted to mention a couple other points from having played this. Oh yeah, a little bit. Um, I wanted to talk about specifically the new the new mechanic that everyone's been talking about mm-hmm. in this set, which is specialize. So specialize is where you pay, discard a card. It turns your card into some other version of itself based on the color of the card you discarded. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a lot of words, y'all. <laughs> Yes, it is a lot of words. I was playing the early access event and I was like, how do you see what, you know, the specialized versions are? You right click it. It's the answer. And then you can click a little box. It says show the alternate versions. And um, it's a lot to read when you've got six cards that pop up on your screen with a box of text. Yes. Um, If I was a new player, I would be like, what is this? Just pass out. It would not, it would not Stone compute. Stone cold. I would fall face first onto my mechanical keyboard. <laughs> and it would make a lot of noise. It would be very noisy. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think specialized is cool, but mm-hmm. I think it's a little, this is just too many words. Is yeah. there a way we can represent what these other cards do without, you know, maybe like the part that's relevant is highlighted in a different mm-hmm. color, you know? Yes. Yeah, so because there is a lot of it is like the a repetition. It's the same with a one change. Yes. Yeah. It's, so it would be helpful maybe to people. So then that's easier to yes, see. To parse. It's just a lot. Yeah. Um, I, Fair enough. Like I said, I think it's cool, but like that is just too much. I'm going to go on record and say that is too much. Yeah. It is. It's a lot. Um, And I'm not, you know, I'm not one to jump out and say that because I like that magic is the most complex card game. Yeah. And I like that they've pushed it in that direction in recent years. But sometimes you got to realize you got to reel it in a little. You've gone over the cliff a little bit. There's a big fish on your line and you have to reel it in a little. If it's the first, second or third, fourth time you're playing with that card, you have to like look at all of it. You've got to read all of them. All of it. And if your opponent has one, you've got to read what your opponent could possibly do, right? All of it. It's a lot. So yeah. Yeah, Fair enough. Uh, Anyway, I just wanted to say that. Um, I also wanted to point out that um, about removal in this set, a lot of it's enchantment-based removal in blue and in white, Mm -hmm. um, which will tap down your opponent's creatures. And I wanted Mm -hmm. to note that Clever Conjurer is better than it normally is in this set. Two and a blue, two, three, Gnome Wizard with Mage Hand, tap, untap, target permanent, not named Clever Conjurer, activate as sorcery. That can get your uh, creatures that have been slept (laughs) <laughs> to wake back up and attack Swept. again. So I just wanted you to know that. Um, yeah. And a Minimus Containment, which is the white removal spell for two mm-hmm. and a white, which turns your uh, opponent's creature into a treasure. Um, never good because you're giving them something. Yeah. But like you're in white, so sometimes you got to pay the price yeah. for drafting white. <laughs> um, you know, uh, but even worse than it has been because of the treasure sub theme. And yeah. they said there's so many ways to use treasures. So just keep that Be in your careful. in your skull. Um, we've Port already merchant. talked about double team being better than expected. Yeah. Um, and there's a card in the set, Cobalt War Caller, which gives haste mm-hmm. perpetually to cards in your hand. So if you're drafting a cool double team deck, that's a great card, even though it's a little one drop to add in to give your double team creatures haste. Because nice. if you're just playing it and attacking with it and getting a copy in your hand. <laughs> Wow, is that card good? Solid stuff. So those are Maria's tips from playing a few times. If you've noticed anything from playing, feel free to tweet at us at GLHF Magic. Let us know your tips and tricks to drafting Alchemy Horizons Battle for Baldur's Gate. Full sentence. We've reached the point in this space journey where we turn off the engines and just kind of drift for a while. We just drift. (laughs) We just drift. Okay. Um, Uh, No, we're going to thank Ultra Pro. Yeah. So we've got here, they have a bunch of stuff that's just come out thanks to Battle for Baldur's Gate and uh, Double Masters. Yeah. Right here, Maria's holding a like an enormous, gorgeous Double Masters binder um, that has Liliana and uh, Aminatu on it. This is really, really pretty. Yeah. And this thing holds every card that you own? Every card that you own. Is that official? That's what it just says on the binder. Every card you own. It holds 480 cards. Yes. Um, I have here a playmat with our little, um, uh, like our little uh, pirate captain mind flayer. Ooh, nice. You know, love that guy. I have a deck box here. 
um, with Tasha. Oh, yeah. Um, you know. I love Tasha. She's my yeah. avatar right now. Oh, like, look at her. She looks great. She She's looks really great. cool. Very cool. Um, so any, any way that if you want to celebrate some of your favorite new characters or cards um, from Double Masters or uh, from Battle for Baldur's Gate, they've got you covered. Yeah, they've got tons of awesome stuff. You can check out their website, ultrapro.com. There's a link in our show notes. And if you use the code GLHF at checkout, you get 5% off whatever you buy. So make sure you use that, everybody. Use it. I don't want you not use getting it. a discount, okay? Okay. So go use it. Get a discount. Go use it. They've got so much cool stuff yes. on that website. You could get lost, like, looking through all of the stuff they make. There's so much stuff. Because it's truly infinite. Yeah. And they print all their new products with art from the new sets, which I think is really yeah. awesome. Great. Go get lost. <laughs> Wendy's. <laughs> Wendy's. Wait, what? <laughs> Get lost in our sea of beef. Wendy's. <laughs> We're sorry. Hey, guess what? Woo. I'm going to turn the engines back on because this podcast is jetting on out of here. Oh, wow. Warp 9.9. Right. Oh. Really stepping on it. Spooky. But not 10. Nope. Don't want to turn into a lizard. Uh, thank you or so much. accidentally travel to the edges of the universe. Yeah. Where your thoughts become things that are real. <laughs> I thought for for what when you said that I imagined that we were in Truman Show and the edge of the universe was like the oh, wall it was of just Truman a wall Show. That we're bumping up against <laughs> in our boat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then no, we open the it. door and go get find our girlfriend. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much for listening, everybody. Um, we are so 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 incredibly grateful to everybody who is a patron of this show. You make this show happen. Yes. For the past nearly ten years now, mm-hmm. Patreon.com/slash GLHF Magic. We could not be here without you. Please become a patron before our next episode. Please. We would love to give you a shout out. We would love to have you as part of our family. Yes. Uh, so please consider patreon.com slash GLHF magic. Thank you to Card Kingdom. Thank you to Ultra Pro. And you know, thank you to all of the pets that are in your life that are yes. with you as you listen to these episodes. Thank you to any alien that's listening to this as a way of studying humanity. Yeah, we've talked to them before. We've we've called them out and said, you know, let us know you're listening. (laughs) Are you a patron? I don't want to. (laughs) Yeah. Also, if you are listening to our, if you're an alien listening to our podcast for the purpose of studying humanity, Uh please consider becoming a patron if you are able. Yeah. Thank you. We would love that. It would would just be helpful to us. (laughs) And people should get paid when they're the subjects of a scientific study. And also, like, your alien money is worth way more than Earth money. So it's like nothing to you. Exactly. (laughs) The exchange rate is absurd. It's very much in your favor. (laughs) All right, everybody. We'll see you next week. Thank you so much for hanging out. Uh, We're going to talk about the history of magic next week. Good hype. So good hype.